0: You are listening to the podcast that's basically a book club. Welcome to the Bookleggers. Thanks for tuning in to our Shadow of the Gods episode. We just wanted to give you a bit of a heads up, as this audio does have a bit of background noise. We apologize, however, we truly love this book and really wanted to get this episode out to you. We thank you for your patience, and we hope you enjoy this book just as much as we did. Let's take it to Varg, if you're ready for it.
1: Yeah, to Varg. Yeah,
0: so Varg starts off, he's running. He's been running for like 9, 10 days straight, which, can you fucking imagine?
1: No, that'd be terrible.
0: I ran a half marathon once, Gross. and I wanted to die.
1: I ran three miles today, and I wanted to kill myself. Like, I, I thought hmm. I thought it was going to be the end. Good for you, man. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, keep pushing it. I'm, I'm out here single. Ladies
0: or Orca, i of the to do.
1: Definitely Orca.
0: <laughs> the um, I have comments, but so I'm not going to say them. <laughs> the thing about Varg is, like I said, he kind of gives me like a thief's sort of perspective. And we've talked about how he's sort of this like humor in the bleak shadow of this world that everything dies. And he basically stumbles into the town, you know, plays this whole role that he's like a, a slave, and he's like, ah, oh, my master's here. Like I need to buy some. Can I get some food? Gets his food, keeps it going. Finds the blood sworn finds the Sayer Witch, and he's like yep this is it this is good i think he has the most plot armor like from the get-go what do you mean by that like he is protected by the plot to a certain point
1: meaning that like he can't die for a little bit uh, yeah i don't think he can die for a little bit
0: i would agree with that like it is the Sworn trilogy mm-hmm. like does that mean that all three of them end up becoming part of the Sworn? i actually don't think that's likely
1: no yeah i don't i don't think orca would get back in the in the game like that No, unless Brekka dies, there's no way.
0: Right. So this is where he fights Einar, the half-troll, bites him in the calf, which leaves (laughs) a mark, and everybody's pretty impressed by it. But he doesn't think, he wakes up at the beach with all the rest of the failed fighters. (laughs) At this moment in time, I think all he has is his thraw collar and his cleaver. He
1: has some money, which I respected. I respected that. You know, they, they didn't take a shit.
0: Yeah, and this is where we figure out the reason why he was running. Cause yeah, I think his name was Leif, yeah. and like several people who specialize in hunting humans uh-huh. end up coming out of the cut, uh-huh. and just when you think that they're about ready to chop uh, Varg's hand off the Bloodsworn and Glornier come out and they're like, you can't touch him. He's a member of the Bloodsworn. Yeah, that that was a badass moment. That was a very badass moment. And then Einar comes out in a, a, you know limping. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it was like, Avengers Assemble.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I really appreciate how even the Bloodsworn, like, fucking, they, they do a nut shot. Like, they just run up to Leaf and just hit him right in the
0: nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just the quick blow, and they're, they're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> So, they basically protect our boy, Varg, And it was at this moment in time where I was like, well, this is the most interesting story so far. Maybe the fact that it was reminiscent of like the bands of Kings of the Wild. Definitely some shit that would have happened in that book.
1: Oh, 100%. And
0: coming off of that one, I definitely connected with this story at this mm-hmm. moment in time. And then, this is where we start getting trained. And this is where Roka just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> I think they're going to be a thing. Oh, you, r- ooh. I do. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, he's a natural-born fighter. Like, he's, uh. he's, you know, and I think she respects that. And she just keeps doing her little, like, laugh of approval every time he gets himself in this situation. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be fucking, but, like,
1: chapter, I don't know, 48. Huh. I think we got to wait for it. Okay, I'm I'm not with you on that take, but I like that take. I like okay. uh, I like that. Oh, you think he's going to be fucking sick?
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be fucking einar Yeah, I mean, probably. Can you imagine? Anyway, um, yeah, it, it,
1: it, we digress.
0: We digress. So this is where the Blood Sword thing kind of like slows down. After this, I don't yeah. know if you feel that way.
1: Yeah, it but was definitely much- like Varg's storyline was definitely like the. It started off the fastest, like with the most action. I wonder if John did that intentionally because he kind of knew that Elvar's and um, and Orca's storylines were going to be kind of kind of slow to build up to any sort of excitement. So he had to add a care. He had to make his other character have a very fast paced plot line to kind I of i mean
0: it fucking worked on me
1: yeah 100 and i was I, mean. I was quick to switch
0: and i think you are now a team orca through and through so. oh
1: thousand percent easy yeah
0: we need i think we make a shirt once we make the merch uh we'll make it orca <laughs> is bay shirt. yes i'll have to explain that one but that'll be funny Yeah, it's fine so yeah so this is where it slows down and it's just like Var doing like the training montage, which is sort of a little stereotypical. Yeah. But it is like the first stereotypical thing in this book. Mm-hmm. And for that I think we
1: can forgive it.
0: This is also where we start learning more about the Blood Sworn and how they're like politically affiliated. I forget the Jarl's name, but they're basically guests of the Jarl. He's training, he's eating like a king, he's having a great time. They like buy armor and stuff, like we already hinted at. Mm-hmm. and pretty much Vark's just like my life sucked before this and the whole time he's like plagued by this like guilty conscience where right, that's like awesome. his sister's dead
1: and I betrayed her by having fun right that is that's low key one of the things that I like so much about Varg storyline is that you know, obviously all he's really known his whole life is just misery, right? His parents sold him in yeah. slavery. He had a you know, his his master made him into a fucking fighter and Fight he didn't really want to be. While still doing other jobs. Right. Like he wasn't
0: just like the priority fighter.
1: And it was like that moment after when they had the uh what do they call it? The the row race, the
0: oh yeah.
1: The you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Where he's like, it's okay that I have fun. Like, it's okay that, right, it's okay. I'm doing all this for a purpose. Like, I'm doing all this so the the witch will do what I want her to do. And it's okay if I have fun. Along the way. Um, along the way of that process, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, you're totally right. And I think that's like the depth to his character. You know, there is this ulterior motive that's like internal. And I think that that makes him shine a little bit brighter at this moment <laughs> in time. While this is happening, uh, Orca's life hasn't crumbled just yet. Mm-hmm. Like, the things that are happening aren't directly happening to Orca. And Elvar is sort of chilling in the middle of her story. And right. So you start to, like, really focus on Vargas. And, and then, just like that, we kind of have some story build up. One of the Bloodsworn is being hunted for killing a bunch of people. I couldn't believe that when I read that one.
1: Yeah, right, Chocker. Yeah,
0: who would have known? <laughs> uh, and they're like, no, well, here's the thing, dog. Because he's like a prince of some mm-hmm. faraway land. I think it's, like, basically the Middle East. hmm That ain't gonna fly with us. You're gonna have beef. And so, eventually, they end up fighting, and then this is where Varg ends up on the horse, killing the dude... And everybody's just like impressed
1: because he's done this, like you said, with his spear of sheath literally no clue. Obviously, like Glornier kinda had a had a badass moment when he rescued Varg from from Leaf. But the moment when he, you know, they're marching into the boat and the douchebag prince with the, the bird mm-hmm. is sitting there and Which was cool, by the way. Right. And Glornier's like, Hey dog, like you're not getting I'm like, I don't care, like let us get on our boat and the guy pulls out, you know, his bow and shoots and Glornier just pulls out his axe, like cuts oh, yeah, the arrow fucking- and she
0: opted in half,
1: and then just like instantly, the shield wall like forms around them, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> kind of looking back at it now, you like you just get so much more like a teamwork or like a, a family bond that the blood sworn have with each other, as opposed to um, Agnar's band, the Battle Grim. Right, the Battle Grim are just kind of in it for the money yeah, which I guess you know the blood sworn kind of are too, but like they actually, you know the the Battlegrim could necessarily care if somebody dies, It just kind of is what it is. yeah, but like the the blood sworn are gonna are gonna die to a man to try to save one person kind of kind of vibes.
0: no, they're definitely a squad. yeah, they are squad goals, and it's pretty cool. Uh, and i I feel bad for going through that because it was so sick. I even wrote in my notes. I, I haven't even looked at my notes, and I know it's in them because it's like this man just chopped a fucking arrow. <laughs> Like, he didn't, like, shield it. He chopped right,
1: it. he just chopped it.
0: It's like, Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. And then we learned Stick is a really good fighter, because he's clearly has time for jokes while they're right. fighting. They're all really fucking excellent, and it makes sense that they're, like, the cream of the crop. Right. And
1: it's just fucking cool. It is really cool. And I really hope, which I'm sure it will, but, you know, the current their current plot line of hunting down whatever basin or whatever it is that's killing all these people. Yeah. Uh, Which I I, thought
0: was going to take them. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but I thought that was going to take them into Orca's path.
1: I thought it was too, which like, maybe maybe it will, maybe they will have to follow it over there. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah, because like
0: at first when you start to hear it, you're like, Oh my God, this is what's happening to the kids. But then you're like, wait a minute. A, is this just a cover up, or B, is this a completely different region? And then it becomes a completely different. Region.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So as far as like Varg's story goes, cause we're, we're not done just yet, but we, we did speed through. Did
1: you have any like favorite moments? I mean, I, I really think just a, that we, we kind of already talked about it. The, the bridge scene where he was like, this is fucking stupid. Like just yes. my armor now. And then the scene, I'll have a couple I liked all of the scenes that, you know, when he, when he first starts uh, training with what's her face, Roka. Roka, and he's like, Hey, I want to talk to this other witch. And she just like keeps ignoring him. And he just like keeps bringing it up. And she's just like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with the shield. Yeah. And then obviously somehow gets like left out of the fucking shield wall, like an idiot doesn't take <laughs> the cap off his spear and then when when he goes to the guy that the the princess hunting like comes over he's like hey like good job like you know this is a nice helmet this is your helmet nah dog like you can have it and the guy just like walks away all sad <laughs> and Parks like what did i do i didn't
0: he's like you insulted them i actually wrote a note in and I was because they started talking about the helmets right mm-hmm. and i was like uh what would clay cooper say about this
1: oh he'd hate it he'd never take that helmet Never.
0: Uh, so I think my favorite scene is when they give him the
1: dead dude spear. <laughs> yes.
0: Because he's just kind of like, huh, okay, cool. This uh, mind cool. That's, uh, you know, yeah. That I works. think that summarizes Vard pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, he'll just take whatever, you know, he's just kind of, he's not used to anything. Which sucks for a boy. It does suck. But I think he, at, at this point where we are in the book, I feel like, of, yeah, all the characters, like he is kind of the the least important for lack of... Yeah, you know, right now like, terminology, but yeah, there's I, no I think,
0: underlying thing that yeah, makes him special.
1: I think by the end, I'm sure somehow his sister's death is gonna is gonna tie into the overall plot somehow, and he is just gonna like turn to a menace. Oh shit, what if he has to fight Orca? What if that happens?
0: Oh no. Oh no. The other thing that I think could potentially happen is you know how they keep referencing so fast forwarding, they end up having Queen Helka ends up breaking up the fight. Mm-hmm. and the jarl that they're with is like ah fuck hold the phone enough with your beef we gotta we gotta do this and then they end up hiring the Bloodsworn. queen Helga does to go and like we said hunt this thing that's killing the children of the village and there's the dude who's like the warlock mm-hmm. and i was like what if varg is like on like a similar path to that like what
1: if the sister mm-hmm. was like a witch and oh. yeah,
0: but I, I don't really think there's a lot of support for that.
1: And something – this is kind of a, a tangent. Something that I don't confuse. So, obviously, the the Seether witches, right? They're tainted for them. Is that what m- it's called?
0: I keep saying say, and You have let me speak for an I hour four uh, minutes.
1: Well, you know, it's funny here that it's way. It's definitely Seether. Like, you know, they're tainted. I don't think we've seen a free one, right? We haven't seen a no. free Seether witch. They're all thralls. Which, like, how? Right. Like, how First do you guys off. get captured? How? Because they are the most powerful. But then, like, the, what are they? the The, 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 whatever the, the, the male version of a Seether Witch is. Like, why they're not thralls? What's the, what's the difference? Are they tainted? Are they. Well, because, yeah, the, no,
0: I don't know. Because they're like. Well, they said that they, they practice, like, black magic, Ooh, which, I like to that. me, all this fucking magic is black magic, but whatever. So maybe it's just the fact that they're, like, borrowing their power from death, and that's why they have all the skulls on them and stuff.
1: Ooh, I like that take. I like that. Yeah. And they're not actually,
0: like, the catalyst for it, and maybe that's sort of what it is.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: I don't think the Sayer witches, either witches, whatever the fuck they're called. Because, like, here's the thing, Us- Uspa's mom... Mm-hmm. Pretty, like she's a Sayer witch, but they right. haven't really like fucked with her. They're not like we're gonna sell you into slavery. So yeah. I don't really know. I guess we we fast forwarded to where we left
1: off of Varg at chapter twenty-eight. And again, this is an, I, I really like Glornier as a character, because when the warlock is, you know, kind of talking like, hey, like this is kind of what you're going into, and uh, the blood swarns, Seth the Witch is like, Oh, well, like that's concerning because of this. And he's like, Bitch, if I like wanted your opinion, like I'll ask, like, don't speak unless spoken to. And is like, Hey, you no, don't, you don't you, talk to her like you that. don't talk to her like that. And like he like kind of fights back and Glornier's like, Hey, so like you can fucking walk yes to this place i don't really care
0: you yeah, know glornier is about that life
1: yeah he he is but, all the smoke
0: and that's sort of my predictions uh with glornier i feel like Glornir is gonna die for the for his mercenary troop for the bloodsworn oh 100 and uh, i don't know how that's gonna happen but i think somehow it's either gonna elevate Roka. And mm-hmm. she's going to become the leader, and like Varg is going to become like the number two. Ooh. But like, there's a lot that has to happen. That's sort of my prediction with the Varg yeah. storyline. Because here's the thing about the Varg storyline I have no idea how that goes forward.
1: I know. I, I feel like they they have to find something when they're hunting this face, this group of vason or whatever it is. So I feel like that has to because if you look at the map, they're obviously they're not all on the same point, but all the different story arcs are going to like some point in the Boneback Mountains.
0: Yeah, and they're all finally on the same continent. They are all fucking going
1: there. Right. So I am not sure how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Yeah, I really don't know what massive predictions I have for. Bard Varg. Yeah. So, uh, well, here, here's one question. Do you think Bard is going to keep to what his goals are? After he spends all this time with the Bloodsworn, he fights with the Bloodsworn, dives with the Bloodsworn, is he still, you know, assuming that he finds the information out about his sister, does he leave the Bloodsworn to, to go avenge her? Or does he kind of put that on the, the back burner?
0: I feel like the Bloodsworn help him. And here's, here's a take. I have nothing to predict it, but what if Queen Helka is the one that killed his sister?
1: I know. I wanted that's I wanted to say that, but like I, I can't
0: there's like nothing. Head.
1: There's absolutely nothing. Right. Like why would Queen Helka ended. kill a random kill, thrall go- girl. across the right. Yeah. I have
0: nothing for it, but it would be a nice tie in and I'd be happy because then they all be on the
1: same team. <laughs> Ooh, here's another question. Do we think Varg some sort of tainted, but we just don't know yet? Like maybe he hasn't realized that he's a tainted, or you think he's human, pure human
0: well, so I think he's human, but if there was a chance for him to be tainted, if there was like a lucky one, it's that one.
1: Who you think? I like that. Because
0: he's like really good at fights mm-hmm. Like maybe that's just luck. And so they say there's other gods too, so we just don't know who they fucking are yet. Right. So, I I do think there is, like, an inherent chance for any of these characters to be... I think Elvar is the weakest to be attainted. Oh, yeah. I don't... uh, Yeah. I I I don't think that happens. But I think Varg could be. But I just don't think it's going to be a common pairing. Right. And we got to talk about it in Elvar's story, but there is, like, the thrall with, like, the gray eyes. So, like... Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Mm -hmm. There's just... There's just a lot... There's a lot we've been revealed to, and there's a lot that we haven't. I think my official statement, I think Varg's human, but I do think that there could yeah, be I, I, some I, I sort think, of lineage
1: thing. I think he's human, too.
0: Yeah. I think maybe he's like, maybe some daughter, or, I mean, that daughter's son, and <laughs> his sister was a daughter of like a Jarl that died, and that's how they ended up in slavery. Okay. Obviously, that, that's just like a shot in the dark. Right. They, they directly say it like them. But it was like, you know, it's like hearsay, because they're just, are told that their mother and father like
1: sold them at slavery you know Right. I do like that prediction you know what if what if Fark's storyline kind of evolves into him because uh, the odds of like the truth of like his parents sold him in slavery like eh, prob- probably not like he I kind of like what you, you kind of brought it up that I feel like yeah Fark and his sister do you have kind of a more complicated and prestigious lineage
0: yeah because like why are they there There's not a lot telling you why and so that means like there could be more
1: propelling it forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, I like it. Um, I think... Which I think is because it's, like, the most vague, but I'm most excited for Varg's story arc. Because, like, we essentially know what Orca's story arc is. She's going to murder a lot of people, try to get yeah, back. Yeah, she's going to
0: go murder the fuck out of everybody.
1: We're going to talk about Elvar in a minute, but, like, we, you can kind of predict what Elvar's, you know, story arc is. But yeah, Varg, you're kind of like, uh, I, don't, I don't really know.
0: His whole thing is just him, like, I'm fucking here. Let's do it. Right. And that's how he fucking rolls. hmm And that's why we like him. Yep. And my favorite elvar i i am surprised that i'm surprised too dude i thought orca was gonna be my favorite i have no fucking idea why elvar is my favorite hey you know i literally don't i mean i know why but i don't know why like normally it wouldn't have been but i think it's just the fact that like i hated her in the beginning i didn't hate her but i was like strongly disliking like she was a character that was gonna maybe like this might be the first four out of five we have (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I, like, loved her. And it's not like she's, like, she's not like me. I just think she's fucking cool, and she has a lot of depth to her character. We learn that sort of when we start out, because at first you think she's, like, a piece of shit. Because mm-hmm. they start out, they're, like, rowing, and she's, like, talking about, like, how she's, like, ready to fucking fuck these people up. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, like, she's about the life of the battle groom. Mm-hmm. And they, like, go into this village. Meanwhile, the villagers are, like, what the fuck are you guys doing hey, here? Who are you guys? We're fucking fishermen and meanwhile there's like a dude with a guy in a chain necklace thing
1: fucking um, sniffing all over the place sniffing all over the place it's like he's
0: their boss <laughs> and they fucking the thralls. like yeah the guy we're looking for is here they fuck up a lot of villagers which I thought was a little unnecessary
1: yeah well but but to be fair which uh, I don't think fair is the right word but Agnar was like hey here's a shit ton of money true you guys just show me where he is we get him we go away and obviously, they did not do that. Yeah, but obviously, you know, looking back on it, they are going to, like, sell him into slavery and, you know, kind of abduct his whole family. Yeah, and like,
0: I would like to think that if I was part of a village, they wouldn't be like, yeah, here you go. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you do have a good point, because it's clearly, like, they do say they don't know who he is, and he could have been going by, like, an alternate identity.
1: Right, and and I wonder now, do you think his wife, you know, being the the through witch, was, like, influencing I think somehow. it's a possibility.
0: I don't yeah. know all their powers but like they seem pretty limitless. Yeah. So to me, I think that that is sort of a credibility that mm-hmm. can be proven in the future. Yeah. And here's the thing, she's powerful. Mhm. She made magma lava appear with like a page of a book. Yeah, she did. I'm kind of think she's going to have like a big moment where they get their son back, and she's going to be like, "I'm like the most powerful like cedar witch ever." Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that she's going to be kind of like a huge character. I don't know if her son will live to see that, but I mean, same can be said about Orca and Brekka. So,
1: <laughs>
0: so we'll see what happens. So then this is where you know they're chasing him. They see like the little girl run on to go tell like a man and a woman. They're like, "Ah, oh, the town thralls." Like, yeah, that's fucking them. So they like chase him into the woods, and they fight the troll. Which the troll was hilarious.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate how John takes the time to describe the troll's nuts. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. A major just des- descriptor of the troll. Yeah, because they were be, like dodging
0: the nuts while they're fighting. <laughs> like the dudes, and and the fact, and I think we can infer, and maybe this is where the podcast gets really on PG thirteen. But the Ooh. fact that he wasn't talking about his dick, he was talking about his fucking and nuts. nuts. yeah. It was just hilarious. And then he, like, fucking, he ends up having the weapon, which is, like, the nails on, like, a fucking
1: bat, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and this is where I think we realize that like, people are going to die. Yeah. Because of ours, like, the familiar sound of bones cracking and flesh, like, sack hitting the ground. And you're like... Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. It's on. Elvar ends up dealing the the final blow to the troll. And her and Grend are kind of like the superstars of the fight. It's pretty impressive. I think it's also where you realize that Grend isn't just there to, like, help her. Like, Grend is there to, like, follow her. I mean, maybe Elvar, maybe they all deserve their own novella. This is the thing I hate about, like, multiple story points. In a story, going back to our first episode, Dark Rise had multiple story points. However, they were all very... They were all pretty interconnected. Yep. Yeah. You were just getting it from a different perspective. This is like separate story lines that right. are all converging mm-hmm. eventually. And so it drives me crazy because I think maybe they all could benefit from like a short story novella thing in the beginning. Right. A Alas. That probably won't happen. No. This is also where we learn her relationship with other battle grim because there's the guy that likes her, obviously. Bejor, poor. Bjor.
1: Beor. yeah, there it is, Beor. Yeah,
0: Beor. Anyway, so they end up capturing the dude. This is where the troll's yelling at mine to <laughs> the woman, child, and the berserker. This is where she casts the lava spell thing, mm-hmm. and some dude gets fucking burnt alive
1: <laughs> yeah well you know
0: poor guy but they end up killing the troll and they end up capturing the guy and the family taking him on board their ship and then we hinted at it but this is where the sea vasen end up coming out the sea serpent and starts attacking the ship breaks their mast which i thought was going to be like a huge plot point yeah but meh. but it wasn't because they're like ah we got a spare one in the back like basically
1: <laughs> right and
0: which was not the case and this is where you kind of realize that you know, she jacked she can row for a long time
1: like you know she oh, got yeah. lats she she yeah she got huge lats she got lats
0: they row their booty the human booty <laughs> uh not in a sexual way and they're taking it to Snakovic mm-hmm. and this is where they're like is that and Agnar is like is this going to be a problem and at that moment in time, I realized, I was like, oh, is like, important. Because, like, why else would you just talk to a random guy, person of your crew, and be like, are we going to be cool with us going back to Snekvik. Right. Yeah. It's like, obviously, they don't they, they care more about money than personal feelings. So, so um... but anyway, basically, the Jarl store is buying the Berserker at, like, a exorbitant price. Yeah. It's sort of showing this movement of, like, Warrior Thralls coming back in. And, like, we hinted at it with Workup, but I think Warrior Thralls used to be a thing. Age of Peace happen, and then present day, Jarls, who are trying to make a move, are now like, well, we need them. Mm-hmm. And we learn more about Jarl's and Elvar, especially when uh, like the, the Lady of the Guard, or whatever her name is, comes in and tells all the battles for, her, and she's like, everybody needs to leave, but the daughter of Jarl's mm-hmm. And
1: I like it, because Bjorn's
0: like, why aren't you leaving to
1: Elvar? And, and she's like, so funny story,
0: funny story. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gren's like, I'm gonna stay. And, <laughs> and that's when you also realize that that chick wants to like, fuck him. Just um, and you slowly start to realize that Elvar is super important. And then this is where you start to realize even more. Cause I think as far as like large mystical creatures, this whole storyline of Elvar and maybe I'm skipping over it, but she's had the troll. She had the sea serpent. We go into the shadow of the city, which is being shadowed by the skull of Snaka, the father of the god. She has the largest
1: uh, Vasin presence, or like god presence, yeah. out of all the stories. And that's what—that's the the point I wanted to bring up. Which remember, so they it was right after they kidnapped the family, and mm. you know they're camping out at that random place where they get attacked. Attacked oh. by those worms, which was a fucking nightmare, by the way.
0: Yeah, that was definitely like horror.
1: But when they're by the the Oath stone, and you know they read it or whatever, and you know Elvar's like, mm, I don't, I don't really believe in like the whole god thing. Which yeah, this is the point that I wanted to bring up earlier. Like, of all people, Elvar doesn't believe in the gods. She literally grew up in a giant snake skull. In a giant snake skull, hanging out with a dead, decapitated giant's <laughs> head that's been kept alive somehow.
0: Because well, he's like empower the, the, the power a, of venom
1: right transfer to him yeah
0: no that's a totally good point because i fucking overlooked that and that's I definitely like, a negative negative.
1: and it was like such a good transition because in that scene she was like obviously like we've seen you know bear tainted and wolf tainted and whatever she's like has anyone ever seen a dragon tainted oh. and everyone's like no and then like within like two chapters is the scene or the where rhetorical you know, the Right when you're totally like, holy shit, Orca's probably a dragonborn. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's probably a dragonborn. I'm here for it. Yeah, and that's why I think that there's like more complexities towards the dragonborn, and maybe it's because he's like known as the trickster or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Ooh, obviously, yeah. him being on the cover because I'm assuming it's a dragon god, right? Probably insinuates a lot of things.
1: Well, and they kind of, you know, per the legends and the rumors or whatever, he, the dragon, is the only god that's still alive. True, yes, because he's under the mountain. Right. Chained up.
0: Can we also talk about the cover real quick?
1: Yeah, that's a big-ass dragon.
0: It's a big-ass dragon, and, like, the perspective of the cover is huge. Like, he's bigger (laughs) than the mountain range in the bag. Right. Like,
1: I don't know. I haven't had this cool of a cover in a while. No. And at first, like, it's very subtle too because when you look at it you you know you don't notice the tiny person in no. the bottom right you don't notice the mountain you're like oh look cool that's a dragon and then you're like what's that over there oh shit that's a person like fuck that's a big dragon and then i know like you yeah. just said you're like oh those are the mountains oh he's bigger than those too cool 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 cool, cool, cool. no it's,
0: it's fucking insane this is like probably one of the coolest covers we've gotten like if i was back when i first started reading and i saw this instant buy oh yeah just off of the cover load. I wouldn't have even had to read anything. And then the fact that it's an Orbit book, I would have definitely... Not that we're promoting Orbit books. Shout to I mean, Orbit books. You raised me. Yeah, they, they raised me. I mean, that was literally... like Whenever I like went in to buy a book and I didn't know what I was going to get, I just Orbit. looked for a new Orbit book. And I got <laughs> back to our, my girl, Elvar. <laughs> so... They talk, they offer, this is where we learned about Yara Thor and his brothers, and this is where we learned that her family was absolute shit and totally makes sense why she went to <laughs> Battlegrim. Yeah. I think it was around chapter 21 where I was like, I thought, I definitely thought we kind of expected her to be something special with the conversation, mm-hmm. but it was also the fact where she's visiting her, like, you know, her family's castle or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. and you start to realize like the mythos and sort of the magic that's just surrounding her storyline just by itself mm-hmm. it's pretty cool with like we said but i forget
1: what the dude's name is
0: hugo what's the giant's name
1: oh i can't, I can't remember what the giant's name is
0: and how she like grew up with him and was like feeding yeah. him
1: wine so yeah, it's he like he a did. beer
0: the fact that all his words are, like, hidden in truths and lies, and and it's just right. really cool. This is one of the points where I was like, Elvar's storyline is becoming superior yeah. to me.
1: Also, just, like, quick quick shout-out to the the Giant's Head storyline. Like, that poor bastard. Like, my man just wants to die so bad.
0: Yeah, he I definitely does. Can't. And and I don't think we realize, because he starts finding out that, like, Elvar was uh, sneaking him wine, but then, mm-hmm. like, when it's, like, there's, like, a stain on the floor from all the wine and stuff, Right. you're like, oh, like, this guy oh, can't even fucking just, drink it.
1: Yeah, he just wants wants the taste of it he's, he's just, just tasting it yeah just chilling
0: i think it was something special so they have their first meeting and this is where jarl's store she, you know she's pissed she's like all you're trying to do is just marry me to queen Helka's son harkon mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna be that i'm not gonna be that that person might be Which that could, bitch
1: good for you sis you do yeah. you boo.
0: this is when we learned that her brother her one brother is an absolute shit stain absolute fuckhead He's like, if he wants you to have babies, you'll have babies. I would do the same. And she's like, well, you're not the one having the fucking babies, boy. Right. And that should be a message that our government gets. But that anyway. Are,
1: yep. Anyway, side, side point. Side note, we stand with women. Uh, right. Anyway.
0: the uh, Did you see there was a protest in Richmond? And they posted, they're like, the guy that won. The best protest sign. It was a Will Smith picture, and it was like "Keep my wife's uterus out your mouth."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it, and that was good. Anyway, you know, and then that's when Yarl Store changes his tune. He's like, "Look, I will admit that that was my plans. However, you're you're different now. This is where we start to realize that her battle fame is is kind of preceding her because she. This is where Yarl Store's like, "I want to give you an army. I want to give you like fighters. Like I want you to fight Queen Helka." Not very
1: the son. Yeah, but I just feel like, I feel it's, I I think if she took it, it would be a load of shit. Like, I think Grant, was it Grind who brought it up? Grind's like, he doesn't speak in truth. Like, something about it's about the words he doesn't speak. Right. Yeah. And I think that's true. And this is when we get into the predictions about her storyline.
0: We'll talk more about it. But she's clearly torn up about it. And she does what any sensible person would do. And she gets pretty drunk. <laughs> gets shit-faced, yeah. And Gren's like, I think you've had enough. And Elver's like, nah. Mm-hmm. But she talks to Agnar, and she's, you know, she's been apparently straight up with him every time. And it's like, look, this is what happened. This is what's going to happen. She goes to go see the giant head, sneak him some wine, ask for his, like, you know, just ideas. Mm-hmm. And when she's coming back, she notices, so they hear screaming. I think they, they say that they can smell the death scent. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlegrim are being attacked, and this is where the Raven feeders are attacking the Battlegrim. Mm-hmm. And luckily for Elvar, Bjor lives, but the guy that he was playing like chess with dies, and yeah. a bunch of other people die. And this is where we learn how good of a fighter she is, because at this point in time, she's only been fighting like mythical creatures, and right. like you can only gauge that so well. But she kills a tainted thrall, yeah. mm-hmm. a warrior, uh, pretty easily. Pretty yeah, effortlessly effortlessly so all of a sudden at that scene like everything Gren's been saying is like oh shit she knows how to kill dudes like she mm-hmm. can kill men just as effectively as she can fight a giant troll with nuts the size of Manhattan yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is all why I like, I really like Elvar just the dots connect very well within the
1: breaks of the chapters and
0: mm-hmm. I think that's why she's my favorite yeah, the, um she's she's badass.
1: I really appreciated the, the comedic relief of that scene where obviously Elvar and Grandi are fighting outside and they make their way inside and no one's really in there. You know, there are oh, a lot yeah. of dead bodies, and then i like Sigvat or whatever his name is just comes fucking chopping <laughs> chopping through the roof. It is like, where are they? Where are they? They're gone? <laughs> fuck, fuck oh, goddammit.
0: <laughs> I was sleeping and I'm fapping. <laughs> because remember, he had pre- he had issues going through the um the like the loft no. door
1: yeah you know. too big and even when um elvar is talking to agnar oh yeah and sigvad like goes to get food and he like sets it down and she goes to take a take something and he like slaps her hand he's like hey no this is mine, this is mine. I'll, get I'll you a plate <laughs> agnar's like yeah, he don't he don't share food
0: he doesn't share food which is funny because the dude's probably like A's in charge of like the fucking slaves." But, right. but B, the dude's probably the cleanest person there. Mm-hmm. And people are like, dude, you don't have infectious diseases? <laughs> what do you mean?
1: What do you, what
0: how? Do you mean? How? He's like, I just don't simply share anything. So, as far as Elvar predictions goes, does she stay loyal to Agnar?
1: Or does she choose her no. father's army? Okay, so I don't... She doesn't choose her father's army. Ultimately, I think she is going to side with um, Uspar and his mom.
0: Yes. So I think that that is totally true. I almost think that like somehow that's going to align with um, Jarl's and she's going to sort of get forced into a role where she's going to have to like betray the Battlegrim, but because like she has to though right. um, so I am, I'm curious. I am worried. I think, this, I think this is the book that I've been the most worried about. In the next chapters I'm going to read.
1: Yeah, because you 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 really get the feel that someone important's going to die. You don't know who it is, yeah. or when it's going to be, but someone. And it's more.
0: And dare I say this? Because I'm sure that people will hate me. It's more yeah. tactful than Game of Thrones. Because yeah, like Game of Thrones is like people are going to die. Don't get attached to the characters, and it right. was fine when you read the book. Mm-hmm. This one's like fuck. I'm attached. I know right. I shouldn't be. They might make it. Mm-hmm. but you know in the back of your mind like they probably
1: will right
0: and that's the hardest part mm-hmm. and then i did say i was like i will be really sad if varg has to fight elvar or orca yeah but it's something i could see happening i don't know if they'll like fight to completion i guess we'll say
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um varg's sort of working for queen helka and i don't think the bloodsworn go back on their you know they protect their own but i think at the end of the day they're like we have a job we got to do it right so if that involves like orca being like hey i'm gonna kill that dude they're gonna be like, ah, he's under our protection like i don't right. know what to tell you right so as far as like elvar's story this is another one where i have no idea where it's gonna go i just know it's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. it's gonna be a rocky road and i really hope gren doesn't die but
1: i think oh I, f- I feel like yeah gren's totally gonna die
0: and i think he might die to like save bior and then like bior is Ooh. gonna become like her like follower that's sort of where my head's at. Okay. Will, will that happen? Mm-hmm. We'll find out soon. That's a but good take. If Bjorn dies, I think that plan goes out the window.
1: I think, unfortunately, I think Elvar's character progression kind of depends on Grind dying. Yeah. Because Grind is kind of like the last bond that she has with home, the last thing that connects her to her father and to. All those kind of things. So if, if he dies, then that kind of truly, you know, frees her yeah. to be her own person without that any is a, kind of outside influences. That is a great point. And kind of sad because I like
0: Grant. Grant reminds me of, like, Clay Cooper if he had a daughter that was, like, in the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like... If, if Clay Cooper wasn't funny at all, then yeah, yeah and that's, like, that's Grant.
0: Yeah, like, just shrugged and, and grunted. That's, you know... Mm-hmm. Damn. Shout out to Nicholas Ames for making Clay Cooper so funny though. Fucking um, love Clay Cooper. But yeah, so as far as like the book goes, I'm very excited. I think, like I said, we're both really fucking
1: hooked. I'm I'm excited and terrified. Like I know yeah. I know my I'm heart is gonna be scared. broken at some point.
0: I'm scared. Uh I haven't been scared in a while. Even I mean, I was uh, I don't know, Liza Lock Would you say you were scared or terrified at that book?
1: I would say no because that quick pause. I think we've said this before, but like People listening to this, if you haven't let read The Lies of Locke Lamar, go read it. Yeah, uh, go read. It. And like, spoilers alert! So if you like plan on li- reading, reading it, it maybe listen. maybe stop listening at this point. But I think with with The Lies of Locke Lamar, I wasn't scared because like that was so sudden, like it was so sudden and yeah. so complete that like you just like it was such like I, I wasn't shocked. expecting the entire gang essentially to be killed off in like two pages. Yeah, and
0: the way it was done was super believable, though. Mm-hmm. It was like obvious betrayal. Obviously, this is a way to get rid of our boy Locke. Yeah, no, I agree. I almost wish we would have started this while we were re- while I was like reading God. that. You never read it. It would yeah. be great. Yeah, but we don't do books that we read here. Um, nope, we do all new ones. That's right, so. baby.
1: All for you guys. You're welcome. All for you.
0: I will say that you're totally correct. Like this one, I just can sense the dread. Cause, like, I mean, the world has dread in it. It's like the mercenaries are like, we don't know when we're going to die. So we're going to fucking party. We're going to do great. And like all of a sudden, it could be my armor that's getting taken by this dude instead of me taking his armor. So there's just this like dread in the foreshadowing. And that is worrisome. Yes. Yeah. I do think Orca, I don't know how many people you think she ends up killing.
1: Oh Jesus! I don't know. What is she like, at now? Like 10-ish? She's, she's at like fourteen. For some reason, that's the number I want to bury my head on. And she's she's gonna verge. Like oh, no, she's. I don't I know think, how long. I'm it's thinking live. fifty plus. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to say like triple digits, if not pretty pretty close to triple digits.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think she she might cap at a hundred.
1: I say, okay. Here we go. Let's let's be gamblers.
0: Gamblers' logic. Let's go.
1: Over, over, under sixty-five.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say under.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over. I think I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna all
0: right. Cool. We'll figure it out. We'll actually do. I'll, ca- i fucking count them all. All right. Bet. I will probably hate my life when I do it, but I will count them all.
1: <laughs> I'm um, a content provider. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm gonna count two just so you can get your old cheating ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: Sixty-four. Surprise, surprise.
1: <laughs> all right. One, uh, one last question. It's not a prediction. To, to leave us here on. If you had to be any kind of tainted, assuming you wouldn't be a thrall, so you could just you could just be the tainted. What yeah. what would you pick?
0: All right, so right now that's a tough question. Because mm-hmm. right now we've only seen the Berserkers and the Wolf, the Hound people, and all that shit. So mm-hmm. I don't really know the benefits of the others.
1: But well, I think I think we, we both know it's not the hound <laughs> it's definitely not the hound <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i picked the eagle see i think I, I think i would like the eagle but like what does the eagle do we don't know so
0: all right so so here's here's me most predatory birds have better vision okay so probably an increase in vision mm-hmm. i don't think you're gonna sprout wings you know right you might get claws mm-hmm. you might get claws but i think as far as like and, and maybe this is me going a little too hard into it. As far as being able to hide that you're eagle tainted, I think that you have the best chances. And you'll just be really good at hunting.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: Now, if I'm like a fucking battle guy, mm-hmm. I want to be a bear or a dragon.
1: Yeah, ooh, but I don't know. How do you know how good the dragon is? I just assume the dragons are good. Yeah, I also assume the dragons are good. I assume powerful. you're not going to be able to stab. No, ooh, that's a good point.
0: And so, so if I'm going to be like a warrior, I'm, I'm going to go drag. But if I'm just like just chilling, and I'm like, fuck, I'm tainted by a God. I hope it's the eagle. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other question because mm. I think they reference a bullhorn. So right now, we just know about Sven, Tosk,
1: and Rada. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there's going to be other gods? Yes. Kind of. If you like look at the map, I kind of get the feeling that like the more north you get. Really, kind of like past like the backbone mountains or whatever. Well, I think
0: it's called the Battle Plain, right?
1: Yeah. yeah once which, once you kind of get up there, I think that's when you're. That's when we're running into a whole lot of miscellaneous. Just like that's this book's version of the Heart Wild, right there. Just a whole bunch of shit.
0: Yeah. No. One hundred percent. I think it's going to be terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I think once we cross the Vossen Pit. It's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Also, like, shout out to whatever town that is, Oscar Ture. Oscar
1: T- <laughs> yeah, that's just chilling. It's just chilling, separately. Yep, they're minding its own business.
0: As far as this book goes right now, I think it's another
1: five out of five. Oh, yeah. I think if Orca dies, though, I'm, I'm automatically at a three out of five. <laughs> if Orca dies, I'm never going to fall in love again. That's just a fact.
0: <laughs> uh, she's a
1: badass. She's a badass.
0: I guess it's like a synopsis real quick. I think
1: Spurt is
0: the best character ever.
1: <laughs> Seriously just yeah, if I'm going to get a tattoo of Spurt. If you need to be protected by one guy <laughs> for <from> what <laughs> guy Spurt's? Spurt your dude.
0: And he's, but like the thing is, it's just hilarious cuz like he's a apparently terrifying to other bosses. Awesome. So mm-hmm. like he's just fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. Like He's got fangs, a dude's face, and a scorpion body. Like, can you even imagine?
1: No, that's terrifying. Terrifying. So the fact that this one guy's like, I'm going to fuck this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, with- all, like, I don't want to go into the burning building. I'm going to kill this weird slug thing. And then it just fucking spews black, <laughs> black acid. shit out of its mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, spurts an OG. I would, I'd have a spurt. Uh, I also completely forgot about this. That one scene makes me like Spurt a lot more when, when, um <laughs> when Vesely becomes a thing, Spurt's like, I like my teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I like my <laughs> things. <laughs> I don't want my teeth gone. And it's like, I swear my blood oath to you and the fucking dude. The man thing, I
1: mm. think it's what it causes. Ooh, ooh, that's a uh, one. One more question. One more question. Do do Spurt and Vosley Do they make a reappearance? That's oh, one
0: hundred percent. They
1: have to. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, because it's blood. A Vossly is like bloodsworn.
1: True. So I think Vosley well, so. So does. Spurt. They're both for yeah,
0: but she did release Spurt.
1: Well, like, technically, she released both of them. But can she? Re- I don't know if she could technically release Vesley because no, he I think really s- he swore to Brecca.
0: But I think Vesley's is going to like end up like reappearing and it's going to like scare the shit out of Orca. And Orca's gonna be like, What the fuck do you want? And he's gonna be like, I found him, teeth. he's over here, and right. I'm gonna take his teeth. I'm excited. I-, I, like I said, scared but excited. Yes, yeah, I think this book's living up to the hype. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I think we pick well. We have we
1: we are we are three for three.
0: I know. I can't wait till we end this with like the worst fantasy book
1: on Goodreads. And oh that's what. God. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be terrible. I know you're gonna love it. It's gonna, it's gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hate it's gonna be, it. It's gonna be Ugh. great. It's gonna Ugh. be
0: like absolute garbage. We're gonna, like I don't even know what it said. It's probably yeah, just gonna be a one episode thing. That is chapter one through twenty eight. Shadow of the Gods by John Quinn
1: Amazing book. Can't Amazing wait. book, but terrifying. Slash, yeah, terrified to see what happens.
0: Yes, so we will reconvene at the end of the book, and hopefully we're not crying. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. But for now, keep reading. Well, what was your favorite chapter, if you can put one number on it?
1: Uh, I don't know what chapter number it was off the top of my head, but definitely when... um. Fuck now, now! I can't remember his name. the The leader of the battle sworn when he chops the arrow in half and like that. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yep. That's that's it.
0: Uh, I think Yours. it was chapter eighteen. Wait, I wait. think mine was chapter seventeen. Actually, it's an Orca chapter. And I was like, my notes: Drekker is a dead man. Orca is a badass. Everything will die now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like she really is the Viking John Wick. Like she, someone killed her dog, and she's it,
0: getting like nicked and cut and not giving a fuck. And then no. I'll—we didn't even talk about Vesley's healing. Yeah,
1: Vesley's just out here spitting on things and healing magically. Yeah, he—he's well. got
0: natural antibiotics. That's what, mm-hmm. happens, that's what happens when you eat
1: teeth. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. Didn't he try? Uh. Eat, didn't he try to eat Burkle's teeth? Like when he was like, mm. no, ah. it was no, it was the fisherman's teeth. He was like, oh, teeth. Did he have nice teeth? He yes. doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Vesley said. <laughs> Which is kind of like, I mean, fair. He, I mean, he does, he's dead. He does not need them anymore. That's a good point.
0: I just like the fact that they're like they have an economy on teeth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bookleggers, fucking out.
1: We out, baby. and tomato, tomato. I don't know. Stab me, mommy. Do you have any oatmeal? Oatmeal. (laughs) Can you spit spit in a bowl for me, please?
0: Please and thank you.